0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: And uh, so are you. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. What a weekend for football.
2: Oh, my. Oh, my. Ah! Oh, my.
1: First of all, the Packers lost, which
2: sucks.
1: Yeah, in the snow. And just sucks all the joy out of the playoffs now for me. I mean, college football's over. And yeah, really, the NFL's over Whoa. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, at least my interest in it Hmm. really Really? it's kind of done yeah that's
2: too bad I mean why would I care now because there's some great teams left and the games over the weekend were just The games over
1: the weekend were unreal there were four games this weekend
2: three were walk-off winners by the opposing uh, by the visiting team's kicker right and then last night's game that went to overtime with the Chiefs and Bills I contend is the greatest NFL game in history and uh, I've the seen highlights
1: of that I didn't I didn't see the game, but the highlights amazing. Pat, um, they scored
2: twenty five points in the last minute fifty four?
1: Yeah, bo- both teams right. Yes. They were going yeah. back and forth. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it, <sighs> like like when they I left, was... they left uh, Patrick Mahomes thirteen seconds. <laughs> Thirty. They were up by three. Thirteen <laughs> seconds were left. <laughs> they drive down and kick a field goal, tie it, going to overtime and win.
2: It was amazing. So, someone on Twitter said we are uh, witnessing um two quarterbacks that are basically uh, greek gods <laughs> going back and forth here yeah it's and, crazy Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes
1: uh so good I mean
2: when I was a kid I would dream up ridiculous scenarios at the end of games that weren't even nearly half as ridiculous as this
1: I know that was something it else It was
2: like a video game on steroids man
1: so was the Rams Bucks game oh. it was I mean the Rams were up 27 to 3 which I know sounds familiar to you yeah. Keith uh, and the Bucks come all the way back and tie it at 27. Mm-hmm. And there's, what, 45 seconds left in that game. Yep. And they, uh, in two pass plays, march all the way down to like the 10-yard line, kick the field goal, win the game. It's yeah. over.
2: Yeah. And that 27-3 Jeez. lead was at a very, very similar mark in time uh, late in the third quarter as it For was. For the Falcons. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it was an equal comeback by Brady uh, and his team. But just he's amazing, at man. The just—they're speculating that might be it for him. I hope not, man. I want to keep, I want to keep playing till we. I know there is a stat pass. He should keep going. I've got to find this stat. Do you know he had he passed for over fifty three hundred yards this year? Uh, uh,
1: I, that's insane at forty four years old. That's insane. I've got It's insane funny. at
2: twenty four. It's almost impossible at forty four, and he did it anyway. So so listen to this stat, okay. <laughs> most postseason wins in NFL history, okay? Yeah. So the franchise that has the most postseason wins are the Patriots with 37. Mm -hmm. Then the Packers with 36. Then the Steelers with 36. Cowboys with 35. And this posted just before Tom Brady's Buccaneers won last week. Tom Brady himself has been a part of 35 postseason victories. In other words... The Cowboys and Tom Brady have the same amount of playoff wins. That's incredible. In the franchise's history and in his career. And he he's just uh, two back of the Patriots, which, of course, he helped set most of those. He's, the,
1: the most amazing career of all
2: time. He's got to keep playing just to break that record. Uh, and, I you know, I'd be
1: surprised if he retired because he's still at the top of his game. I mean, this was one of his best years of all time. He just didn't happen to go to the Super Bowl this time. Uh, they're also saying the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. He might be done too in Green Bay. I don't know. Uh, the Packers are going to look very different next year with all the free agents that that uh, that that are going to come up this year, and they're going to lose because the Packers never keep anybody. They never keep any of their stars. Uh, all right. Uh, see you later, Nelson. Uh, see you later, Randall Cobb. Uh, they finally brought him back, and now you know now that he's forty six years old or whatever. Uh,
2: they just don't care. But Rogers and Devontae Adams, his favorite target, are both going to be free agents. Right.
1: Devontae Adams is probably going to be gone. And Rogers said, look, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild at this point in my career. If so if that's what they're going to do, he doesn't want to be a part of it. And I don't blame him.
2: Yeah. It could be. So, some people have speculated <laughs> that he might uh, end up, he and Adams mm-hmm. may end up doing what Brady and Gronk did. Yeah, put together. Find a decent team that they could go and uh, that help would suck. Up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that would suck. So, but yeah. it was quite a weekend. Yeah, so I mean, it was really fun.
2: More on trivia, correct, and picking the 49ers over the Packers, and then we'll do the uh, Bengals and the Chiefs for more on trivia this week.
1: All right. Hey, if the yeah, Rams was correct again for the second time in a row, right? And it was it was uh, you know you wouldn't think it was antithetical that uh, either of these two teams, the last two more on Trivias, would win. And they right. both did.
2: Right, right, right. Um, so the Buccaneers became the first home team to play in the Super Bowl <laughs> mm-hmm. last year at their home stadium. If the Rams oh, win... All the Rams
1: would do the same thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's right. By the way, can we just say the overtime rules in the NFL... That's, uh, what ruined, worst. that's what ruined the, the Chiefs worst. Bills game. That has to be addressed and has to be addressed yes. immediately. I can't I can't believe they haven't taken care of that already. I mean they, they tweaked it about ten years ago so that if you score a touchdown, then the game's over, but not good enough.
1: That's nowhere near good enough. Josh
2: Allen didn't get touched the ball once in overtime. Stupid. That's not cool at all. I can't so stand
1: it. It's a if you win the coin toss, chances are yeah. you win the game.
2: Yeah. I mean that I mean and, and a lot of people Will fail to remember um, that that's how when the Falcons collapsed against the Patriots. Patriots got the ball in overtime, first Super Bowl in overtime, and Brady marched down touchdown. the field. Game over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, it's I, not right. I can't understand. It's how, just not right. I mean, the the fans were treated last night to the most incredible NFL experience, and then to have it end that way in overtime was it's absolute terrible. garbage. It's terrible. Uh, Why shouldn't the other team, just because you scored a
1: touchdown, so what? Maybe they would have if they would have gotten the ball first. New college rules. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's not that hard.
1: It's not. It's not, and they act like it's impossible to figure it
2: out. (laughs) Well, what if the game lasts even longer? Great! We would have loved 17 overtimes last night, quite (laughs) frankly. Right. Oh, my gosh. But I am going to miss having Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs because I've really grown to appreciate him and some of the things he's been saying lately.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he had some amazing things to say on the, I think it was the Pat McAfee show, wasn't it? Every week, yeah. And, uh, and then somebody wrote an article about uh, what he's been saying lately. Yeah, I think he sat down with ESPN. And it was 6,600 words. <laughs> and it was like uh, two-thirds of the way in, he finally gets to Uh, Whoever wrote this article finally gets to what he said that was really meaty and interesting. Here's what Aaron Rodgers said. When the president of the United States says this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's because him and his constituents, which I don't know how there are any. If you watch any of his attempts at public speaking, (laughs) but I guess he got 81 million votes I love that. That is so great. He continued. (laughs) But when you say stuff like that, and then you have the CDC, which how do you even trust them? Mm -hmm. But then they come out and talk about the 75% of the COVID deaths have at least four comorbidities. And you still have this fake White House (laughs) set. Right. Saying that that this is the (laughs) pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's not helping. That's not helping the conversation. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And, you know, from a sports figure who are usually their heads are so far up their butts (laughs) that, uh, you know, their eyes have turned brown and uh, (laughs) all they can do is spew the leftist ideology that's been parroted to them. That's all they can parrot it back when in the course of human history has the side uh, that's doing the censoring and trying to shut people up and make them show papers and marginalize a part of the community over uh, ever been the correct side, he asked. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's that's a pretty amazing question there. When in the course of human history has the side that's doing the censoring Mm. and trying to shut people up and make them show papers and marginalize a part of the community When has that ever been the correct side? What an excellent question. Great point. Now, that's the only time, as far as I know, in human history. Now. We're censoring dissenting opinions? What are we trying to do? Save people from being able to determine the validity on their own or to listen and to think about things and come to their own conclusion? Freedom of speech is dangerous now if it doesn't align with the mainstream narrative that's i think first and foremost what i wanted people to understand and what people should understand is that there's censorship in this country going on right now i can't believe this is coming out of aaron Rodgers' mouth
2: that's why i say it, it sucks now now that i finally want to root for him he's gone right <laughs> now that he's won me back uh, over. Right.
1: <laughs> uh he continued are they censoring terrorists or pedophiles criminals who have twitter profiles no they're censoring people and they're shadow banning people who have who have dissenting opinions about vaccines why is that is that because pfizer cleared 33 billion dollars here's what's great he not only does he have a strong opinion but it's based in actual facts like the pfizer thing he knows that they've made 33 billion dollars from this thing and the big pharma as he continued, has more lobbyists in Washington than senators and representatives combined. Yeah.
2: These are informed opinions. And here, he actually he undersold Sherry. the uh, CDC when he said uh, 75% or the four coma. It's actually 78%. Wow. In other words, <laughs> he's wow. even got a stronger argument waiting for him there. Yeah. Uh, what is the reason?
1: He says either way. If you want to be open, an open-minded person, you should hear both sides, which is why I listen to people like Do- Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough. I have people on the other side as well. I read stuff on the vaccine hesitancy side, and I read stuff on the vaccines are the greatest thing in the world side. When you censor and make pariahs out of anybody who questions what you believe in or what the mainstream narrative is, that doesn't make any sense. Huh. Huh. That's brilliant. Good stuff. That's great stuff from Aaron Rodgers.
2: So if he does retire from football, he could... uh,
1: Run for governor of Wisconsin.
2: Oh. I was just... Hmm. You thought a lot bigger than I did. I thought maybe just, you know, write an op-ed once a week for a conservative... (laughs) No, no. How about he runs for office? There you go.
1: Yeah. You think he wouldn't be elected in Wisconsin? Absolutely he would. Mm. Absolutely would. Uh, That's... So... There's a little rundown of what happened this weekend, and it was yeah. it was just uh, it, it, it was extraordinary.
2: Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers mentioned the CDC there. They've changed their tune on something very, very big over the weekend. Have they? Know? Oh, yes, indeed. So several the months study ago, of hospitalized patients. Yeah. So several months ago, they posted this uh, uh, fun fact:
1: a study of hospitalized fact. patients with symptoms similar to COVID 19 found unvaccinated people with a previous infection were five times more likely to have. Positive COVID nineteen tests compared to vaccinated people.
2: Now, what is the other thing that, they, that hmm. they said this weekend, though, about uh, natural immunity, Rob? Do we have that graphic? Because look at this: <sighs> natural immunity six times six stronger, times. stronger hmm. during Delta Delta wave <laughs> than vaccination, according to the that is CDC. Something.
1: Yeah, natural immunity was six times stronger during the Delta wave than vaccination, according to the. You, you, the CDC,
2: but I thought huh. that if you weren't vaccinated,
1: you were five times more likely to yeah. blah 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 blah.
2: No, actually, no. And why, again, why should we trust these people with well, something as delicate as your body? <laughs> yeah, the fact is, when they shouldn't. have been wrong about every like everything, name me one thing that they have said and stuck to it, you can't. Don't even say masks. I mean, that, that they've obviously switched on that finally after two years. Yep. I mean, there's nothing.
1: They started in a different place, and now they've ended in a different place on the mask situation. So it, there's nothing that they've been consistent on.
2: I mean, remember the vaccine was supposed to be like, oh, we can get back to life, normal. You're going to yeah. be dead end for the virus. You're good to go now. And now you got Fauci saying, uh, we may need another booster yet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of all this, uh, Rob, you should come in here and tell us about your experience uh, with COVID.
2: Oh, um, wait a minute. Hold on a second. First of all, yes, we need to hear Rob's experience, mm-hmm. but we may not want him to come in here at the Oh, that's a good point. If we want to stay on the air. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a good point. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, Rob, when when the Glenn crew gets here and gets settled in for their show later, why don't you have somebody run this show so you can come in and talk to us? How about that? Yeah. yeah he's been through it. Rob Barowski yeah, been through back it. Uh, Mm -hmm. TV's Rob down the hall is uh, back in here, and he's uh, had quite the experience uh, with doctors. Yeah,
1: we'll hear about it. We'll find a way to do it uh, coming Mm up. (laughs) Um, Let me tell you about preborn. though. Abortion is the leading cause of death in the United States and around the world. Since Roe v. Wade, over 63 million babies have been aborted in the U.S. alone, and it's well over a billion worldwide. I mean, it's just staggering, unbelievably tragic numbers. Nearly one in four pregnancies end in abortion, so it's time to do something. It's well past time. The Ministry of Preborn is partnering with the Blaze to try to rescue babies as many as possible this year, and you can be a part of it. Preborn is direct competition for Planned Parenthood, whose job it is to um, to abort babies. Really, that's all they. That's pretty much all they do. They claim to be prenatal care, they don't do any of that. What they do. It's abortion. That's what they do. So pre-born uh, offers free ultrasounds to women who are considering abortion. And then 80% of the time, 80% of the time, after seeing the ultrasound, they, the woman will choose life. Pre-born, really important, really incredible. Could there be a better work to do? Could there be something better to support in your life? Help us rescue babies this year. To donate, dial pound two fifty, say the keyword baby. That's pound two fifty, keyword baby, or you can go online at preborn.com slash pat. So part of what uh, Aaron Rodgers was saying uh, in the article we were just telling you about is that the public health measures don't use shame-based tactics. used weaponized fear. They sure shouldn't. Uh, silence. They should not silence dissenting vo- voices. But they are doing all of this. Discourage questioning. Man, do they ever do that. Discredit those who've been harmed, dehumanize outsiders, requires zealous commitment to an infallible authority. Now, public health measures don't do that, but cults do. And that's what we're seeing right
2: now. Yeah.
1: It's an absolute cult.
2: I mean, mean, how else can you describe it at this point?
1: er, There is no other way because they're just so hell-bent on it that it goes beyond anything reasonable. Now, yesterday in D.C., we had the End the Mandates rally taking place, and apparently there were a lot of speakers there. Um, We had Brad from Five Times August who played there. Yeah, he
2: made the trip from Dallas. Here's some of what happened. Yeah, RFK Jr. speaking, yeah. Uh
0: We are watching something now that I never believed that I would see in my lifetime. And I read in Orwell and Kafka and Aldous Huxley... This, this dystopian science fiction novels so that one day the united states would be overtaken by fascism hmm fascism incidentally is defined mussolini defined it as a merger of state and corporate power and orchestrated by tony mm. fauci so, So, what we're seeing today, what we're seeing today is what I call turnkey totalitarianism. Mm. They are putting in place all of these technological mechanisms for control we've never seen before. It's been the ambition of every totalitarian state, from the beginning of mankind, to control every aspect of behavior, of conduct, of thought, and to obliterate dissent. None of them have been able to do it. They didn't have the technological capacity. Even in Hitler's Germany, you could you could cross the Alps into Switzerland, you can hide in an attic, like Anne Frank did. I visited in 1962 East Germany with my father, And met people who had climbed the wall and escaped. So it was possible. Many died it, but it was possible. Today, the mechanisms are being put in place and we'll make it so none of us can run and none Mm. of us can hide.
2: Wow.
1: Early something. We are
0: watching something.
1: Yeah, we heard that. Yeah, we got it. We're here, man. Uh, Wow. How often have we ever agreed with RFK Jr. on anything? I mean, the guy is. An extreme leftist. And yet, he's right where we are with this with this stupid mandate thing. With the way that this cult-like behavior is affecting America. Uh, and it is fascism. And they are shutting down anybody who disagrees or asks any questions
2: at all. It's
1: terrifying. And they have all of corporate America on their side. YouTube, Google, Apple, Twitter... Everybody is on their side and playing the same game and shutting down free speech wherever you turn. It's pretty amazing and pretty frightening. And so good for him for standing up to it and uh, but wait a speaking minute.
2: out. 81 million people are probably on board with this, though, right? <laughs> they're, they're totally good.
1: Yeah. Right? Right. Sure. Yeah, the most popular uh, president of all time, if you go by the votes. Uh. Uh
2: huh. I'm okay. surprised Obama's let that just sit out there.
1: I know. <laughs> I don't think he's very happy about it. We're starting to hear some things that he's oh. saying behind the scenes. Oh, really? Like if anybody could find a way to screw things up this badly, it'd be Biden. Oh, he
2: said that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a that's a famous Obama quote. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh huh. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So I sit here all the time when we watch something like that RFK Jr. speech there. And I just have that thought. A year from now, what are we gonna be talking about in this room? I mean, are we gonna be in this room? It's hard room? to imagine. Again, I mean, it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's hard to imagine.
2: It's terrifying.
1: Because it just it can't continue down this road. Right. You... And and then still allow people like us. To have our say,
2: and you think about uh, mark in time. So I say a year from now, was it going to be like? Well, let's go back a year from now. Well, they were just beginning to roll out the vaccines, and we mm-hmm. were saying, "Don't let them." Man- That's going to be a mandate. It's going to be, oh my gosh! And, and sure look enough, where we are. And, and then- they
1: said, "No mandates. Oh, we can't do oh, mandates. No. Well, you can't mandate it. This is America. We can't mandate." Mm-hmm. So what do they do? Uh, they do mandates. I see. They do mandates. That's what they do. Uh, it's it's amazing how they just change. Uh, flip of a switch like that. Incredible.
2: It's not about health. It's about control. It sure is. And I just got us kicked off of YouTube for the day with that line. Sorry. Really? Probably.
1: <laughs> Most likely. Take
2: that line out. Of course, we'll any, of the, it. any of the last 20 minutes did that. Sorry, Tara. Have a good day. <laughs> Hope everything's good in your world. <laughs>
1: uh, Tara's the one who has to answer for all of this yeah. stuff. So that's, <laughs> She's the go-between.
2: That's great. to deal with YouTube and, and mm-hmm. sensors and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But it's fun. Not our problem. I'm sure, she loves, right? she loves it. Right? She
1: loves it. Right? 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 We'll let her deal with it. I
2: mean, she says, "Just do your show, right?" All right. And then she can pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Not my problem. No, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So if, by the
1: way, if YouTube does, if YouTube does insist on editing or they flag us or whatever, there's that other place. Rumble. Rumble. Yeah.
2: Yeah. rumble.com. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Or you can, you know, download it anywhere. Uh, what? You How do get you do your that? podcasts anywhere. You get your podcasts.
2: Oh. Yeah. Virtually. Well. Anywhere, The audio version, yes, but you could also subscribe and support us during this incredibly challenging time, blazetv.com. See the whole
1: show. You can watch the show, not just listen to it, at blazetv.com slash pat. Boom. blazetv.com slash pat.
2: Too hot for YouTube. Look at that graphic Rob made. (laughs) That's
1: right. It's great. (laughs) Uh, All right. The U.S. State Department has announced... It would reduce staff levels at the U.S. Embassy in Kiev, Ukraine, uh, beginning with the departure of non-essential staff and family members. Oh, boy. Here we go. Anthony Blinken said it, says a single additional Russian force entering Ukraine would trigger U.S. response. Oh, boy. Really? Like what? Oh. State Department officials urged Americans to leave the country now, warning that State Department assistance would be severely impacted if there's Russian military action in the country. Wow. U.S. officials still don't know what Russian President Vladimir Putin's plans are or whether he has even decided to invade. But some officials who have seen the intelligence say there's evidence that Russia is planning to try to take Kiev and overthrow the government, uh, as CNN has previously reported. UK Foreign Office uh, said in a statement on Saturday that it has information the Russian government is planning to install a pro-Russian leader. As it considers whether to invade and occupy Ukraine. And supposedly, uh, President Braindead (laughs) is considering sending U.S. troops to Ukraine. So, oh, oh,
2: right. Yeah. Uh, That's what we need. Three to
1: 5,000 troops in or around in that region. They were also talking about maybe bolstering our forces in some other areas that are surrounding ukraine and uh we we might station them there boy putin, just in case It's frightening
2: putin didn't do much with ukraine when trump was in office did he no he didn't just kind of sat back and said okay mm-hmm. so i won't be going over there anymore. but let's see with obama he did mm-hmm. and uh, now it looks like with
1: biden he may
2: boy don't you so, remember how it's interesting america we were gonna get back on track be respected in the world again. oh yeah let get trump out of there Right, because you know it was Trump who screwed up Afghanistan. Oh wait, no, that was who was that that screwed up Afghanistan? Mm. That was a oh Biden. Bur, um, yeah, Biden. Mm-hmm. it was okay. It was Trump who um, became the uh, the 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 first uh, president uh, to have uh, France remove their diplomats from us. Right? Uh,
1: the, or wait, no, that, sorry, was that was slightly after Trump. So uh. the next guy did that. Uh, okay, I
2: got it. I got it. I got it. Trump was the first US president to be held in contempt by the British Parliament, right? <laughs> no.
1: No, actually that was after Trump as well. I'm not doing
2: well at this I mean, game. No, you're, not,
1: you're really not. It's Boy, surprising. He,
2: that Joe Biden, he did a great job at restoring those old alliances, right? Didn't he though? Mm. And keep it Is he going to be Dear god, is he going to become the first president to go to war with Russia?
1: I mean, oh. if if you're going to be sending American troops Hell into quick. this fray, well, then that's a definite possibility. I am sad. We should not be getting boots on the ground in Ukraine. Does anybody want that? Anyone?
2: I don't want any more wars. No, I don't either. I'm, I'm done.
1: Uh, unless you're directly attacking us. Oh, yeah. You know, unless you're, you're invading the United States of America, then, you know, that's something worth fighting for. But policing the world, and yeah. done with that. I don't know, We're really done with that.
2: Well, Rob just put up a graphic we might need to address, possibly going to war over this. Is it uh, uh, Kiev or... Or Kiev. Kiev. Kiev or Kiev. I don't... It's Kiev. Kiev? It's uh, Kiev. Okay. So we... we
1: if it's somewhere in between <laughs> what the administration is saying and what we used to say. Okay. There's a little... It's not Kiev, as we used to say it. Uh-huh. Apparently, that's the
2: Russian pronunciation or oh, something. Oh, so now they're going back, they're reclaiming the roots.
1: Yeah, so it's Kiev or something like that. It's and it's Kiev.
2: It, so it's not K I E V anymore. Mm-hmm. It's K Y I V. K Y I V. I think they just blow up the name and start over because it's just not that good right. anyway. Regardless of how you spell it, I actually liked Kiev. Did you? I thought that was kind of a
1: cool name, hmm. but uh, so you're a, apparently that's not the way they like to pinko, apparently pronounce it, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But I'm so tired of changing all of the pronunciations of everything we learned our whole lives. <laughs> everything from Kabul going to Kabul. <laughs> I... No,
2: it's not Qatar. Kabul. Yeah, Qatar
1: going to gutter. Wait, so you guys doesn't make any on. sense. Let's, no,
2: let, let, let's ask the uh, the ambassador from uh, Qatar in here. Come in here. You're you're good with gutter. You want us to go with gutter? We're gonna go with gutter now.
1: Yeah, come on. No, That's I'm not cool. going with gutter. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I'm, I don't like to. I don't call it Kabul or Kabul. I call it Kabul uh copenhagen is yep. still copenhagen not okay. copenhagen
2: and you um and i are the mm-hmm. only two people i know who still call it chili it's not chile
1: uh, chile is stupid that is very stupid that's uh, just i'm, I'm not going to pronounce
2: it's it that chili. way sorry because it, and also it, it serves nicely with turkey as well as long yes. as you're you know turkey you don't want to screw chile. up the whole word association <laughs> with food and countries yeah we've you know. got turkey chile
1: uh, yeah. On tap for tonight. And it so... goes nice
2: with Hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
2: don't want to screw that up. No, you don't. <laughs> you no, you don't. Got
1: something going there. It's classic. And it's the way we learned it. And it's like, we talked about this last week. It's like Pluto taking that away from us yeah. as a ninth planet. Boy. No, I'm sorry. It's the ninth planet. And it will always be the ninth planet right in my heart and
2: no we do not sound old we sound principled thank you all right exactly right that needs to be another bumper sticker on your car out there
1: or we don't sound old we sound principled yeah I'm not old I'm principled okay
2: oh t-shirt Pat Gray store (laughs) Pat Gray shop or Pat Head shop I don't even know the address Uh, anymore whatever it is
1: there's more coming up
0: Is Pat Gray unleashed?
1: We got some tweets here. Uh, rowdy introvert. The most infuriating aspect of that CDC study regarding natural immunity is that after all the data presented, they then say that regardless of whether you've recovered, you should get the jab. Pure insanity. Yep. Fuhrer brand on. Uh, so are they going to evacuate Ukraine just like they evacuated Afghanistan? Yes. Yes. They're in the process of doing just that. My goodness. DMXDM, uh, big business loves mandates and lockdowns because they eliminate competition. Just wait until the heads of those companies are officially in the government.
2: Yeah, because right now they're just unofficially.
1: Yes. <laughs> Coffee Lover M, uh, Keith, a year from now we'll be reminiscing of the good old days of 2022 and wishing for those simpler times. Yeah. That's kind of frightening, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Remember how good things were back in <clears throat> 2021? Oh, man. Boy. Those are good times. Yeah. Well, yeah. So 2021. Yeah. So was... next year in 2023, we'll be doing the same thing about 2022. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going. Although we do have some voices in the wilderness that are joining us from the other side. Mm-hmm. Not the other side of life. Oh. Not not dead
2: people no, joining that, us. That would have been cool. Now, that's that's on tap for 2024. Yes. Gotcha. You're
1: right. Right. <laughs> This is just the other side of the aisle. Got it. The political spectrum. Bill Maher, who keeps doing this stuff. I I mean, he's almost converted now,
2: you know? Well, he already said in August that I'm not taking any booster shot on this thing. I did the vaccine. I'm not doing your boosters, okay? So he's definitely... He's done with it. Yeah. Uh, He's discussing the Supreme Court
3: and misinformation. Yeah, the
2: mandate stuff. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: The Supreme Court just ruled on this, and when we found out what some of the justices said...
4: They were listening to NPR all the time.
3: Exactly. It showed that they were just like every other liberal or conservative. They all listened to their own media zones, and Sotomayor said, We have over 100,000 children. In serious condition yes. and many on ventilators. At the time, there were fewer than five thousand. She also said Thank it was you. a blood-borne virus. Blood-borne <laughs> virus. It was. I mean, that's really ignorant for a Supreme Court justice. Could... So don't it be is. the. We're the people who believe in science, but you Thank don't you. have the facts. I, I, I read right? this before, like forty-one percent Where's the applause
1: den- from the from the audience on a line like that?
3: <laughs> that's think, a great point. Where's
2: the applause? It's time for you to get another applause light guy sure at the is. bill marset you know whatever you pay the eight bucks an hour mm-hmm. whoever's flicking the light on and off needs to be uh schooled here
1: yeah because they're not doing it right <laughs> I mean, this is the host of the program where's the applause all right let's see the rest Before, of this
3: like 41 percent of democrats last year thought that over 50% of people who got COVID were hospitalized. But it was less than 1%. But I'm sorry, you. if
4: you're watching cable news all day, right. that's what you're going to think. There yeah, is misinformation if you're watching Fox, and not Puddin'. just on podcasts and the mm. internet. It's also on cable news. Pause
1: but it. I think you think
2: the, even Fox no, oh yeah, is I've, spreading that nonsense? That okay. 50% are going to the hospital? Uh, n- Not that nonsense, necessarily, but nonsense for sure. I made the mistake of having to sound up on Fox News last week and I just sent out a tweet oh, no. and I said something like, okay, Fox News is lost. And your audience was like, oh, uh, yeah, they've been lost. Because they had one of these stupid doctors on who jumps between sets at CNN and Fox. I forgot his name. Just spouting the same crap you could get on CNN about the mm. unvaccinated. I'm just like, bro. What really? Is that?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I never, I mean, we always watch in yep. here with the sound down, sound down. and several other uh, mm-hmm. broadcasts. But apart from this room, right? I never turned Fox on. I, I haven't watched Fox in, I don't know, five, six years, probably. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm long time. I'm right there with you. Long time. But they're gone too. I mean, that's why. Alternative outlets like uh, the Blaze or uh, Newsmax or OAN are all finding audiences because Fox News doesn't want you anymore either.
1: Yeah, and who is the cable system that's just trying to? Is it Directv shutting down uh, OAN? I think they're not going to offer them anymore.
2: Okay, I think. I think. Uh, yeah,
1: because they're too. I don't know, too extreme.
2: I don't. I don't think it was even a price
1: uh, fight. With them, because sometimes, you know, they they want a certain amount of money uh, to be carried by your your uh, cable system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the cable system decides, yeah, we're not going to pay them that kind of money anymore to carry them. And then they have this little fight between them. And then pretty soon the channel is gone because um, they're not going to they're not going to pay that price. I don't think that's what's involved here. I think it's the ideology being presented on right. OAN, mm-hmm. and they're shutting it down. So uh, we'll see. Mm. Anyway, we've got uh, more from, from Bill Maher mm-hmm. and his uh, guest. Is it Barry Weiss? Yeah. She's so have a,
2: we? Did we finish the clip? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Did
1: we finish the last I, I, one? Yeah, we got a lot to go here on this All right, one here. let's see this one.
4: Not just on podcasts and the internet, it's also on cable news. Right. I think the the biggest thing to me about the Democrats is, you know, present company excluded, I think is amazing. And I hope the future of the Democratic Party is this man.
3: <laughs> He's trying to toe the line tonight, for think.
4: But what I'll say is that <laughs> the Democrats are supposed to be the party of the little guy, right? At their best, oh, that's right. What they look out. Right. Do you know what the Democrats sure are, now they are comfortable wink, wink. with or seeming, seemingly mm-hmm. comfortable with? A two tiered system in which the haves get to go into a restaurant, laugh with their friends for hours, mm-hmm. and the people serving them are masked and wearing gloves. Nice. But they get to walk, as AOC did, at the Met Gala, while in the background, the staff looked like they were sex, in The Handmaid's Tale. Really, really I mean, this is, this is a look <laughs> that is unbelievably and, detrimental to and
3: them. And jobs. The people with the, mm. you know, consulting mm-hmm. jobs or whatever bull****, they do. <laughs> they get to stay at home and order the food out and do <laughs> by Zoom. And and mm-hmm. whereas the, the working, laptop. it's the working class people who are breathing their <laughs> stale air all day. Yes. That's that looks. Yep. Like, there it is. It's There's going the applause. To a class resentment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like the liberals are always suggesting mm-hmm. sacrifices they themselves don't have to take oh. part in.
1: Duh. Welcome <laughs> to the real world. <laughs> uh, uh... Wasn't that the name of his show
2: or something? Real real time. No, real time. Yeah. Okay. I've got a solution for Bill Maher, by the way, on the applause light thing, right? All right. What if he just puts like a little, like a almost like an easy button, like a little thing under his desk that he mm-hmm. can just press with his foot when he wants to mm-hmm. applause light on? Now, the, the drawback, Pat, is like if he doesn't realize his foot's on it at some weird, inappropriate time and they're right. like applauding for, yay, I love Hitler, yay! yay. That would be bad. <laughs> that would be but not uh, be anyhow, uh, I I love the common
1: sense. It's uh, he's had a lot of it lately. Yeah, he honestly has. I think you know he's he's he can't deny the insanity that's coming from the left anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he just it's just too ridiculous now, and even he is fed up with it. And he doesn't want to wear the mask forever. He doesn't want to get 19 booster shots. He doesn't want to get one every month. Uh, it's asinine and somebody's got to put their foot down and thankfully at least Bill Maher is trying to do that and try to say look this is ridiculous why are we going along with this insanity do you not see the hypocrisy here Mm. Mm. that is one cool thing about Bill Maher usually he can he can spot the hypocrites
2: yeah and and like like we've said on this show before he's just got that blind spot when it comes to religion yeah he does like all things religion big time like he's just gonna hate Yes, no matter what. That's true. And that's, that's if if he could just not go out of his way to rip on religion, mm-hmm. then my gosh, you mm-hmm. know, it would, I think everybody would enjoy his show. Very true. <sighs> yep. Uh, all right. But there was more. Yeah, yeah. So that Barry Weiss girl, uh, lady there is, um, she's a former New York Times reporter.
1: And right? she got booted out for... Well, she left. She, yeah, she... She is. left because of the hypocrisy she, yeah, of the New York, New York Times. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and here they had they had more to say about all this.
4: I'm done.
2: You're done with COVID. You're done Did with COVID.
4: <laughs> no, I'm I'm done with COVID. Oh, I'm actually, done. It's yeah. like I. I went so hard on COVID. I,
3: yeah, I remember. sprayed
4: the Pringles mm. cans that I bought at the grocery store. Stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be on my clothes. Like, oh my I did it all. I watched Tiger King. I got to the end of Spotify. Like, we all did it, right?
2: Wait, there's a name. No, no, we did not do it. Here's the thing.
4: No, us, we didn't all do a it. A lot of us did do it. And then we were told, "You get the vaccine, you get the vaccine, and you get back to normal." Right. And We haven't gotten back to normal, and it's ridiculous at this point. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this, and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science Mm -hmm. denial or to be you know, Mm -hmm. smeared Mm -hmm. as a Trumper. (laughs) I'm sorry. If you believe the science, you will look at the data that we did not have two years ago, and you will find out that cloth masks do not do anything. (coughs) You will realize that you can show your vaccine passport at a restaurant and still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize, most importantly, that this is going to be remembered by Mm -hmm. the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think, minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious. Mm -hmm. They are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think... Nice. It's it's a pandemic. It's it's like at this point, it's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's a pandemic of bureaucracy.
2: That's it. I mean, that's the line. There's your title,
1: Daniel. That's really good. Pandemic Pandemic of bureaucracy. Of bureaucracy. Instead of a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which (laughs) uh, Joe Braindead Biden continues to (laughs) spew out of his stupid face. Uh, Let me tell you about uh, Startmail here. Free email services like Gmail and Yahoo aren't really free. You pay with your privacy. In fact, internet giants like Big Tech bank on exploiting your data by selling it to the highest bidder. Your business plan, Google has it. Your medical records, Yahoo could sell it to uh, drug companies. So, why should we be concerned about it? Well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't care if they're monitoring and surveilling everything I do. Yeah, you're not the one who decides whether what you're doing is wrong. And do you want to be do you want to be invaded like this? Because I don't. I don't like it. That's why uh, Start Mail keeps my email private. Period. Every email can be encrypted, even if the recipient doesn't use encryption and when you delete an email from start mail it's gone it's not still there like it like with google uh, i deleted it yeah it's it's still there though <laughs> start mail is also backed by the most stringent privacy laws in the world you get unlimited anonymous aliases just it's great it pings your your address all over the world so you can't be tracked Start securing your email privacy with Start Mail. Sign up today and you'll get 50% off your first year. Go to StartMail.com slash Unleashed. That's Start Mail with a T. S-T-A-R-T. StartMail.com slash Unleashed for 50% off your first year.
0: Pat Gray, Unleashed.
1: You know, Barry Weiss was just talking about the children and what we're doing to them uh we've been saying this for a couple of years now uh that we're destroying our kids with these masks and the covid related policies and the lockdowns and the school closings and you know you can't have a play date
2: with your friends because everybody's going to get covid and what did the left do they jumped down our throats and said also oh, you want people to die right no, we're looking out right. for our kids long term. Thank
1: you very much. So a teacher posted this. A student in my first grade class wrote this today. I never want to hear how kids are resilient ever again. Uh, what did she write? He or she wrote, I have a dream to have COVID be over. Oh.
2: Yeah, the drawing of the kid in a mask.
1: and Probably did that for um, MLK Day.
2: Yeah. I have a dream to
1: have COVID be over over yeah because it's affecting them it's affecting their lives adversely in a big way and we probably won't know for years just how badly they've been affected by all this how
2: many people in hindsight look back and say man i should have moved my family to a place that has common sense two years ago when this stuff started Mm -hmm. and 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 you might want to consider it still and think ahead two years from now yeah because These crazy places are probably just going to keep getting crazier and crazier.
1: Well, and kids are just over this stuff. They're over the masks. They're over all of the nonsense in schools. Uh, Like this high schooler who was uh, testifying, looks like before a school board in Illinois.
5: Mm -hmm. Thank you for teaching students that our own mental health is much less important than making triple vaccinated adults feel safe. Mm -hmm. Thank you for teaching me that even the most minute risk is not worth taking. Life is best when you take the path of least resistance with no chance of failure and definitely no chance of catching a cold. Thank you for not reaching out to the students to ask how we feel about masks, because if you did, (laughs) the majority of students would say that they hate masks and then you might second guess your decision to make us wear them.
1: Yeah, I don't want that. Thank you
5: for allowing me to experience the anxiety associated with never seeing facial expressions. (laughs) Thank you for teaching us that we should never question authority or think critically. But instead, we should follow whatever the people in charge tell us to do. Nice Obedience is best. I realize now that thinking for yourself is overrated and not really necessary when you can just make decisions based on fear. Mm -hmm. Thank you for pushing your irrational fears and anxieties on me (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't already have enough to worry about. I realize now how easy I had it when I only had to worry about my classes, my grades, SAT, and getting into mm-hmm. college. Thank you for teaching me that <laughs> being a morally superior person only requires that I cover my face for eight hours a day <laughs> and that the most morally superior people wear two masks or even three masks. That's As you know, states around great. us, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, and Minnesota, which have two and a half times more students than Illinois, don't force kids don't force kids to wear to masks. I'm with you, though. Mm-hmm. These states are out of control, recklessly putting kids at risk of misery and death every day. Masks work, even if these states have the same outcomes as Illinois. Huh. Speaking of data, thank you for staying silent without mask about masking, despite the fact that COVID has a very high survival rate in kids my age. Who
1: needs uh, data very, anyway, though? Very, very high.
5: We all know that it will like, never be safe to see anyone's face ever again.
1: Pause it for a second. Like, uh, so high... It's almost 100%, in fact. It's 99.999%. Uh, it's like 0. .0001% of uh, kids 0 to 18 have lost their lives. And in fact, I, I heard a stat that it was even less than that. I heard that, that a lot of those 800 deaths out of 73 million kids were uh, multiple co- comorbidities. So, yeah, so
2: we're, we're approaching uh, how many deaths in the U.S.? A million? We're rapidly getting close to that. Yeah. And um, less than 1,000 We're children. kids children. up to
1: 18. Yeah, amazing.
2: Uh, in Britain,
1: they have finally ditched the masks. So we'll find out some thoughts from a student uh, on the masks and what's been going on there over the last two years. Coming up. <laughs>
6: mean streets of Helena. It's Pat Gray. Unleashed.
1: Uh, Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, We mentioned that uh, there were some kids who've been talking about the masks and they've been showing up at at school board meetings. In Britain, they finally ditched the masks at school. Britain is going back to normal. Britain has just uh, removed all the restrictions and things. So... Yeah, no
2: no vax passports and no uh, right. masks in you know, uh, like school settings and stuff like that.
1: Yep. They finally threw all that stuff out the window. It wasn't working anyway, so why keep doing it? It's really kind of smart of them, and I'm sure the people are just fed up anyway. Do you see the uh, protests going on all over the world in world capitals and, and other cities? But there were thousands and thousands of people that showed up to protest the lockdowns and the mandates they're they're done with it constantly they're yeah. just done with it uh so the masks are apparently gone now in in great britain and here's a student who had some thoughts about masks in school over the last couple of years
6: obviously this comes as a brilliant bit of happiness for me i don't actually think i can stop smiling when i'm talking it's about time obviously uh, you just said earlier the one that makes me the happiest is the face masks in schools there was zero evidence for those face masks to be in schools there are been studies that show that because of the types of face masks that we are uh, because I'm going to say we because I was in schools when all of these policies were enacted the face masks that we would have are not medical grade face masks therefore they would make no difference to transmission but what I exactly. found out when I was in the classroom and most commentators have never been out to speak on this because they quite frankly didn't experience it so you can hear it from me the first there were teachers that were sitting there that would, you know, be yelling at the poor year sevens about their face masks more than they would be teaching them. Those shy kids that would sit in the back of the class. We really kind of need subtitles here. Really? Massive. Hang on for a
1: second. Oh, hold stop. On for
2: Everybody in this. I don't know
1: what language she's speaking, but I'm not getting much of it.
2: Everybody behind the scenes associated with this show right now is like, I guess maybe I've just been watching too much Downton uh-huh. Abbey. Oh. And so it just, mm-hmm. I'm totally understanding everything she's oh, saying. Oh, okay, good. Of sorts.
1: Good, because, yeah, most of us need subtitles here. Oh, no. Alright, let's oh, let, her, no. let her finish yeah, out. This is long. already <laughs> terrified.
6: didn't want to speak out. And now they've got an, <laughs> oh. another barrier to engaging their learning. Communication problems were impossible. I'm going to be honest with you, most of the time when we were in school, we took them off because we couldn't hear each uh, other. They yeah. couldn't hear us. We couldn't hear them. You're in Salt. schools to learn. And the damage that they have done to my generation has been unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like we sat, I sat there in like, in August. The damage what's done that they've done to the rest of our lives, to our education. I sat there in August mm. and literally watched my future crumble in front of my eyes. Why? What, well, they cancelled my exams, so I got my exams cancelled once. Went back and thought, no, you know what? This is not on. I'm not getting screwed over by the algorithm. I'm better than this. Mm. It's got there, they cancelled them again, and I thought.
1: Better than this
6: nothing i can do anymore so mm. i this makes me so angry mm. oh wow it literally ruined our lives, and nobody sp- nobody spoke about it at all and the commentators they had union reps come on and say this is what the school should have put in place and they didn't care about what this did to us and this is the first time mm. i've ever spoken about it on tv because i knew that i'd cry about it but I literally watched and felt like my entire life was falling apart because of what this government did to young people, and nobody cares. Not one person has cared about children in this pandemic. They think, oh, let's throw... Why are we mm. putting masks on them where people can go to football stadiums and they can go to theatres and play? Nadim Zahawi sitting there at the teaching awards with no masks, and yet we're disrespecting kids. Mm-hmm. This pandemic will finish. The damage this has done for us is forever, and we'll never get it back.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's sad. That's That's sad. I mean, it's accurate too. Yeah. And great point. I can go to a football game, you can go to a theater, you don't have to wear a mask, but the kids, Mm -hmm. mask it up. And if the the ones who are least at risk, you've got to
1: wear the mask anyway. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't make any sense, does it?
2: And my heart breaks for her and and the entire generation. Really sad. That's why you've got to make your kids' world as normal as possible. And if you live in a part of the country that makes that very difficult, get out.
1: And there were uh, there was a, another article too about babies over the weekend. Something like three hundred and fifty percent increase in um, in a delay of communication skills for babies because of the masking situation. And I thought, you know, if you're doing that around your baby, if you're masking up at home and and uh, all over. Uh, places where you're taking your child—I uh, mean, that's asinine. You shouldn't first have, of all.
2: You shouldn't first have of all brought a life into the world.
1: Yeah. Jeez, I mean, because <sighs> they—if you're doing that—that's the kind of harm that is being done to these kids, mm-hmm. and especially when you're you're a baby, uh, the facial expressions Important.
2: and the movements are critical.
1: Yeah, to the not, learning process.
2: If you're not smiling at your baby. Mm-hmm. You are raising a potential sociopath at this point. Yeah, who has yeah. no empathy, no understanding uh, how to communicate non-verbally. Right, and uh, it's dangerous. It is so dangerous. Uh, yeah. Lungs, lung, lung issues are going to be a deal, Mm-hmm. and crime. Mm-hmm. Just off of this period,
1: and kids who can't talk until they're ten years old
2: till they're ten years, twelve.
1: 14, 49er. 17, something like that. Uh, honestly. We don't know. We the, the movie know
2: Idiocracy. Yet. I think we have now <laughs> yeah. figured oh, it out. We've surpassed uh, it. Idi- well, not only, yes, have we surpassed it, but now we figured <laughs> out how humanity gets so stupid. Yeah. It's because we couldn't yep. communicate with each other.
1: Well, uh, Jen Saki. Mm. It shows us what a crazy, stupid world this is. Uh, Jen Psaki and the Biden administration have a way to fix everything. Though. Oh, good! Oh, yeah! Wow! Wow! Yeah, this is good. Hey.
4: Okay. And so, my advice to is. everyone out there who's frustrated, okay. sad, angry, pissed mm-hmm. off—feel those emotions. Mm-hmm. Go to a kickboxing class. Have a margarita. Do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning. We got to keep fighting.
2: That's it. Oh, you just need to drink good margaritas advice. and there you go. kickbox.
1: All right. And then, then it's fixed. Then you're fine. Then you're
2: fine. Huh. All right. What if I don't drink? Oh, well, then you're out of luck.
1: I'm out hey, of luck. It's going to suck yeah. I can't do for the margarita you, thing, so I can't I can't fix it.
2: Now, hold on. Are you supposed so, to drink the margarita while kickboxing? Because I, I feel like some don't sloshing don't might occur. Really, she
1: didn't really specify, so yeah. I don't know.
2: Now I don't know how to do it. But uh, that's it. That'll fix it. Just take your mind off of it, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Glenn used to say about the, uh, the Weimar Republic? yeah look i mean just take your mind off of it while this society collapses we're good (laughs) yeah everything's fine Mm -hmm. she continued
1: uh on the view where she talked about how much she enjoys working for the president
3: (laughs) of doing you too thank you thanks for having me but i a little bird told me that you said you might be retiring resigning the job this year say it isn't so
6: is it true
4: (laughs) I, you know, I, I don't know when I'm leaving. Uh, this is an honor and a privilege, and I love working for President Ab- President Ab- Biden every single Oopsie day. Oopsie daisies. I love spending time
1: with- <laughs> well, how does that happen? Because you're thinking of the guy you love
2: working with, uh-huh. right? She called out another president's name. President, I-
1: my boss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> President, my boss. <laughs>
1: Uh, I love working with President Obama, Biden. And
2: President I love Biden. Working for President
1: Ob-
6: President Biden.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Is there a number of people can call about that? <laughs> Ivan. Maybe the Jeez. unemployment uh, hotline for her. Wow. wow. That's tough. That was not supposed to come
2: out. Mm. But maybe that huh. also illustrates who's really pulling. the yeah, strings Who's really behind
1: the scenes? Uh, working all <laughs> the levers of power. Uh, it's not president brain dead. Hmm. Mm. <sighs> Good 14 independent voters weighed in on Biden's presidency. Uh, they didn't feel exactly the same way that uh, Jen Psaki does, interestingly enough. <laughs> the New York Times commissioned a focus group of 14 independent voters <clears throat> to get their thoughts on how Democratic President Joe Biden is doing in office, and the results weren't pretty. <laughs> All. Of the independents in the group were people who had voted for Obama uh, and Donald Trump. Oh, wow. Interesting. Hmm. The survey comes as Biden's approval rating continues to plummet, including a shocking 33% in a left of center mainstream poll last week. Uh, As is customary in focus groups, our role as moderators was not to argue with or fact check the speakers. And some participants expressed opinions not rooted in facts. The discussions are led by professional focus group leaders uh, with guidance from Time's opinion, Frank Luntz. Oh, okay. Frank Luntz chose the participants and led this discussion. So that's interesting because Frank Luntz is a pretty respected pollster. Uh, The findings included when the participants were asked to describe life in America today, they responded (laughs) by saying divided, (laughs) dismal, disappointment, indescribable, new normal, burned out, stressful, and lost. That doesn't sound happy, does it? When asked if they thought that the country was at the lowest point they've ever seen, six out of 14 raised their hands. When has there been a lower point than this? Right. Wow. And this is their lifetimes? Mm-hmm. There? Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe there was asked a at their
1: lowest point they've ever seen. Yeah,
2: maybe there's like a 200-year-old guy in the maybe.
1: group Yeah. That maybe
2: thinks about the Civil War. Or something. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. 12 of the 14 independents raised their hands when asked if they thought the level of crime is up in America today versus a year ago. <laughs> Many of the independents blamed local officials like district attorneys uh, for the rise in crime. Six of the 14 raised their hands when they were asked if they were so concerned about things that they were literally losing sleep at night. There's a word that's way overused and, uh, Our friend in Great Britain overused it uh, many, many times. No,
2: literally. Literally. Uh,
1: Their worries ranged from the pandemic to economic security and general frustration over the state of politics. The majority of the independents had a negative view, 8 of 14, of Dr. Anthony Fauci, while only 5 had positive views of him. When asked to describe Biden, the independents said, complete disaster, puppet, detached, Clueless, pathetic, <laughs> incoherent, out of touch, yes. functional adult, just calmness.
2: And <laughs> Not as smart as I thought you
1: were. When asked for further thoughts, one independent said Biden was too much of a nice guy. Oh, please. Get out of here. While another said she had questions about his mental health. Thank you. When asked if anyone thought that Biden had exceeded their expectations, oh. no one raised their hand. Not one. <laughs> Wait a minute. Not he one said person. he has. Yes, he did. <laughs> when asked about whether Biden could do better in his second year, one person said, you can't really do much worse. Nice. It's for sure. These
2: are the independent voters yeah. out there. Okay. Yep.
1: Eight of the 14 said said they wanted Republicans in control of Congress, while only, only five said they wanted Democrats in charge. Uh, one person said... They wanted to send a message with their vote that Democrats were nuts at the moment, mm. while another said that the far left had taken over the party. Uh, <laughs> hello? <laughs> really? Somebody just woke up Dar- from the Dar- hey. What a surprise that one is. Oh,
2: wait. How'd this happen?
1: That happened some time ago, kids. Mm-hmm. 11 of the 14 independents said that they did not think Biden could get the pandemic under control, while only two said they thought he could. When asked how many were confident that President Biden and the Democrats have a plan to improve the economy, to deal with inflation, no one raised their hands. Now, keep in mind, this is only 14 people, but focus groups are generally pretty small so that you can, I guess, sort of uh, have sort of an intimate environment with the people mm. and it doesn't get you know, too crazy with the amount of people in hands and things trying to keep track of everybody. But, you know, it's 14 people, um, and most of them are
2: not Biden fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so eight of the 14 independents Uh, want um, the Republicans to... to, Eight to five. ...to to take Congress in 2022. And you've got to figure at this point, and I I don't want to jinx anything here, so I'll be careful here how I tempt the universe, but... Does it feel like the base of Joe Biden is really energized right now?
1: No, it doesn't feel like that to me. I mean, maybe the machines. I don't are. think there's any way.
2: I've been informed today's show will definitely not be on YouTube, so I'll just lit rip here. You know, I'm sure the machines are leaning left uh, for the fall. You know, and the mm-hmm. ballots and all the other uh, the the water pipes in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're all registered and ready to go for mm-hmm. 2022.
1: Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Doesn't matter. At this point.
1: here's the here's the last question that they asked about. Uh, they asked the focus group. Yeah. When asked what they would tell Biden, they said no vaccine mandates, get rid of your staff, no lockdowns, no more lockdowns, fix the crime rate, take action, and be honest and go for it. Start regulating the ports. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a that's a strong one that I think a lot of us feel really really passionate about.
2: (laughs) Maybe that's a delay in shipments and stuff like that. Maybe, yeah,
1: (laughs) maybe. Get the border under control, thank you. Mm -hmm. And take it much more seriously than you are currently. Mm -hmm. Please be moderate like you used to be.
2: And (laughs) don't tell me that I have to wear a mask anymore. What is that? The voice of 1992 chiming in there? (laughs) Be moderate like you used to be a, a, a generation ago. There aren't
1: Democrats like that anymore. There just aren't. No. Except the two that we always talk about. There's mansion and cinema and that's it.
2: Yeah, she's more of a libertarian and he's more of a he's a wild card. But yeah, like the Zell Millers. Yeah. Gone. Uh, Oh
1: yeah. Oh, big time. And, and, uh, Joe Lieberman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those guys. Uh,
2: can we also stop the, uh, train robberies? Uh, why, why have we gone back to the old West in LA? You know, you're constantly seeing on social media, the, the the news reports of, of trains being broken into and really weird and people haven't gotten, you've got an audience member who said she ordered a couch in (laughs) August. And hasn't gotten it.
1: Did somebody steal it? it from assumes the that train? it's
2: probably mm-hmm. been taken from the train yard in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But they've over the left is uh, the the politicians have overplayed their hand. It feels like, it feels like yeah. they saw this opportunity <clears throat> for control, overdid it, and now there's going to be backlash. They and should have is, wait, waited until after them. There returns. is
1: serious backlash yeah. going on. Uh, all right, the three week rule may be the best financial advice ever. What is it? It's wait three weeks to buy that new car. Wait three weeks to refinance your home mortgage. And wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. Why three weeks? Uh, because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user takes to boost his or her credit score. An average of 61 points. Again, I saw another one of these commercials. Their best effort was, I raised my credit score 20 points. hmm in a year. <laughs>
2: Wait. Oh, but, wow. But by then, you're no That's longer crazy. interested in buying what you right. need a good credit score for. Right? <laughs> it's gone.
1: Uh, and listen, 61 points added to your credit score this quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, three weeks can save you tens of thousands of dollars on everything that we finance. ScoreMaster technology was de- developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is so easy. It only takes about a minute to get started, and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Try ScoreMaster for free. See how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com pat. That's scoremaster.com pat. Again, scoremaster.com pat. <laughs>
5: is unleashed.
1: Uh-huh. I got some tweets here. Uh, Lord James of Augusta tweets, the British crown has granted its subjects more freedom than your gover- governor is allowing you in America.
2: Ooh, oh, that right. one stings. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Crab Monster 2, to be honest, some days I wish my 17-year-old couldn't speak yet. <laughs>
2: Okay. Okay. Hold <laughs> yeah. on now. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm with you. I, I remember it. those days.
1: <sighs> I remember those days. Uh, Jimmy Dimples. Uh, Covidiocracy mm. is what I'd call what we got now, and people act stupid enough, stone cold sober without drinking in the mix.
2: Mm, I like that. Covidiocracy. Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. Maskless meanderer. Biden is Irish. Saki was putting an Irish twist on it oh biden oh instead of i,
4: I love working for yeah. president Ob- president Ope. biden every single day okay I,
2: ah oh, there it is <laughs> Ope. Sure. Ope. Ope. Uh, I,
1: mm. so it's like she's just doing oh uh, biden mm. so
2: like uh, yeah that's all she was doing that's all she was doing maybe she had already started in on those margaritas she recommended
1: oh maybe maybe mm-hmm.
2: getting ready for uh, saint
1: patty's day when oh. everybody breaks out their irish accent <laughs>
2: See the sun's coming
0: out yeah. I can feel it.
2: <laughs> what an embarrassment!
1: Yeah, so great, phony ass Obama. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh Dude, man, stuff, man. Oh, simpler uh, times when we had a Marxist and no yeah. Uh, they, those were those yeah. were simpler times. That's because you had the Marxism without <laughs> the uh, pandemic to take advantage of.
1: Right. You
2: have, yeah, to have Marxism with a pandemic. Yeah. With an excuse, which they, you know, let's just say that because is it, it really does a pandemic? taint it yeah. a little bit? Yeah, it, it, it
1: taints it, the Marxism.
2: <laughs> it, 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 it gives doesn't... them, it gives them an excuse that uh-huh. many, many, many people buy. Yeah, to implement their Marxism. Yeah, uh,
1: Leo DiCaprio says that we literally have nine years left due to climate change. Is that word again? There it is again. Literally, we literally have 9 years left. Oh, okay. Due to climate change. Uh he's I guess he's got a new Netflix movie. Is it out now? Don't look up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's already out. A, that's him? <clears throat> D- yeah, did that? Yeah. Okay. DiCaprio and uh uh Jennifer Lawrence I've are in it. I've
2: heard people love it, but I saw the people really? involved with it and now I'm like eh. yeah. Yeah. It? It's not it's a political thing, isn't
1: it? Uh yeah. Ugh. It's it's essentially um uh, a metaphor for climate change. Uh, apparently, a comet is coming to destroy the Earth, uh-huh. and people politicize it. And some are mocking it, and it's so. It's all about climate sure. change, really.
2: Yeah, shame on us. For makes not, me for not stopping a comment.
1: Angry, of course. Uh, but that's what uh, DiCaprio has said this for a while now. That it was. It's they're talking about climate change. So okay. just know that if if you're going in, you know, to the movie, don't look up. <laughs> uh, you're you're in for a political ride there. Neat. He said it's incredibly hard to tackle the subject matter of climate change in a two or three hour long movie as he believes that the ramifications of climate to the environment are a slow deadly roll. Hmm. I really just felt like Adam cracked the code. That's Adam uh, McKay who did the movie. Cracked the code with this idea of it becoming a comet and have society and the media and people make it a partisan issue. Yeah, that's great. That's just, that's awesome. Uh, Much like this movie, there is a ticking clock, he said. This is from Leo. I think there's a worldwide sense of anxiety about the fact that the powers that be, the private sector, governments, are not making the transition fast enough. We literally Mm
2: -hmm.
1: have a nine-year window.
2: (laughs) So what if we don't do anything? Asinine. Or, or, what if then, of we... course, the world is over Okay, in and if nine we years. do something, <clears throat> it's still too late, right? <clears throat> or, or do we have nine years No, we, we have to... li- We I don't know. So, I, so in other words, if I, I, we just... No matter what we do, is there nine years? That's I don't what I'm know. saying. Like In other words, if we just chill and do nothing but drink margaritas and go to kickboxing Then we'll be classes. dead. But I think he No, no no, thinks... no, no, no. No, I'm saying we just do that for nine years. Yeah. And then we get off the couch on the ninth mm-hmm. year and we're like, all right, now we'll do something.
1: No, then it's too late. Oh. Oh, we gotta act now, I Keith. We have that. to act now. No, I'm not doing that. Here's the problem, though. People like Leo DiCaprio are literally lying sacks of crap. <laughs> they are literally lying sacks of crap. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, that's just what I had to say too. about that. It's very accurate. Totally accurate. <laughs> because there is no scientist saying that there are nine years left. No one. In the scientific community even on their side of the scientific community no one is saying that they just keep regurgitating this lie it's got to stop it really has to stop
4: you're listening to pat gray unleashed
1: i am it's true uh, welcome! Great to have you with us. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Don't forget to uh, rate the show five stars and uh, and subscribe subscribe to the Blaze because then you can watch everything we do here. Get to see the videos and all of that and our sunshiny smiling faces. <laughs> Which is so great. I know that you look forward to that every day. I don't know about you, but that's why I got into radio, so I could be on TV. Right? (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Not much you can do about it, though. No. Here we are in this reality now, in this new, new reality Mm. that's not so new anymore. Mm. I got some tweets here uh, from Carol. I guess since Leo is playing the part of a scientist... Uh, that I can now play the part of an award-winning actor. Oh, there you go. You
2: ah, can do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. same qualifications, right? Yeah, that's
1: yeah. right. Uh, Hoboken Guppy? All right. Uh, Don't Look Up is actually really well done. I uh, didn't say it wasn't well done. <laughs> I don't so believe it. Did I, did I say that?
2: I don't know that you said that. No. <laughs> no
1: I didn't say it wasn't well done. Okay. I just said it's propaganda. That's all.
2: And that's the end of the tweet. Uh, I didn't is. say it. There it is. We're done now. No. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's more focused on the division in the country. Oh. Uh, they take on both sides. Okay. I recommend it. Oh. oh. Well, okay.
2: Well, maybe I right. will still not see it. <laughs>
1: I don't have Netflix anymore. Oh, is so, that what it is? Yeah. Uh, I can't me watch either. it. either. Shoot. Because yeah, that... Uh, Dang,
2: I just made plans to.
1: That pedophile movie kind of turned us off. And Cuties. So we, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have it either. Yeah, so we dropped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got uh, this
2: from uh, mm-hmm. somebody. Somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it... Uh, Pinecone? Oh, Pinecone pine rich, rich, rich
1: Squirrel. Squir- Pinecone Rich
2: Squirrel. I don't know. <laughs> okay.
1: I'll start caring about climate change when Leo stops flying his private jet all over the world. Uh. Not only that, but he's uh, big into the super yachts, which are Ooh. super environmentally friendly. I don't know if you know that. The bigger the yacht, the more environmentally friendly it is. And he's on these yachts with
2: fabulous babes all the time. Unfriendly.
1: Like unfriendly, yeah. C- completely no, no, these are super friendly for the environment.
2: Wait, wait so the bigger they the are, the bigger they are, the friendlier b- they, the they are, friendlier to, Mother they are to, to, to Mother Earth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, because, I mean, he's a climate change guy. He wouldn't be doing anything to hurt the climate,
2: would he? Huh. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. But if he does decide that he doesn't want those yachts anymore, it could be the mm-hmm. Pat Gray Unleashed show yacht and would just do the oh. show from a yacht, mm-hmm. from a. I'm not the,
1: radically opposed to that. Let's do this. Yeah, I, I'm not opposed to that.
2: I mean, you're not using it, right?
1: Right, Leo. So we will. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. got more new polls from about Democrats Ooh. showing that they're in somewhat of a Problem? sticky wicket, if you will.
2: <laughs> now it's not every day you're gonna turn turn on a show. <laughs> no, not in America anyway. Sticky wicket, right? Of souls.
1: That's right. According to a new NBC News survey, the overwhelming majority of Americans believe the U.S. is headed in the wrong direction. Biden's job approval is underwater. And Vice President Kamala Harris is more unpopular than former President Donald Trump. The most important findings from the survey include 72% of respondents in the United States say that we're headed in the wrong direction. While just 22% said the U.S. is headed in the right direction. Oof. Wow. So that's uh, 72, 22. 94%. You you have the 6% who say, I don't know. I don't know what track we're on. Okay. (laughs) The Jeffies of the world.
2: The Jeffies
1: of the world. 54% of respondents say they disapprove of Biden's job performance, while just 43% said they approve. So 54% disapprove. That's unlike the new Fox poll that had him at 47% disapproval. Um, this one's 54% disapproval, 43% approve. Among registered voters, 54 disapprove, 44 approve. Respondents said they approve of job uh, Biden's job performance on the economy. They, they disapprove of his job performance on the economy. 60 to 38%. Uh, they disapprove of his handling of COVID, fifty-three forty-three, and foreign policy fifty-four thirty-seven. Wow, eighty-one percent of Americans believe twenty twenty-one was b- a below-average year, or one of the worst years in American history, and they're right. Sixty-one uh, percent of respondents believe their income is falling behind the cost of living. Of course, it is. of respondents resonate with the following statement. America has become so deeply divided and politically polarized that our national government can no longer solve the major issues facing our country, and these differences will only continue to grow. 70% of respondents agreed with that. Wow. Meanwhile, the poll found that uh, Kamala Harris is the most unpopular major politician that they asked about. She had a... (laughs) Wow. Wow. She had a favorability rating of minus 17%. She's 17% underwater. Uh, Things are not going well for the Democrats. Now, could that change by November? Yes. I mean, there could be some, who knows, some kind of catastrophic happening or terror strike or war in Ukraine. Who knows what would happen? But uh, it could definitely change. It's just that I don't think it's going to because uh, this president... A, is brain dead, and B, is tone deaf. He's brain dead and tone deaf, and those two things together don't bode well for him getting back in the good graces of the United States of America. So I just don't believe that's going to happen. And I think Republicans retake the House and Senate this year. Hmm. From my mouth to God's ears. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Please let it be. Let it be
2: write that down that should be a song
1: let it be yeah let it be let it be yeah just keep repeating it. speaking words of wisdom no nah, i don't think that would no, work i should write this down nah, you're on a roll doesn't even work no really <laughs> yeah that i don't hurt. think it works eh, keep okay don't even write it down sure uh we joked about last week litter boxes in school bathrooms <laughs> remember that because there was a teacher that wouldn't meow back to <laughs> one of her students or something And they said, "So what's next? We're going to do the litter box for this little
2: kitten or whatever." The student identifies as a Mm. cat, and you're supposed to conform.
1: Right now, this mother says that there were oh gosh, litter boxes in her school. Okay, check this out. The
4: Mm. agenda that is being pushed through our schools Mm. is, um, Mm. just my opinion, Mm -hmm. but somewhat nefarious when it comes to Mm. some of the. Activities so let's talk about fury furries Furries
5: <laughs>
4: it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago mm-hmm. That they are put in an environment where there are kids that are that identify as a furry a cat or a dog Whatever, <sighs> oh my god, and so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a in one of the unisex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I am really disturbed by that what? I, I will do why? some more investigation. You hate her. I know what's going on, and why. I know it is woman. It's part of the agenda that's being pushed. I don't pause I don't it for want a second. Why
1: it. would you hate so much that you would take offense to a litter box? Because she's a uh, dog person. In a bathroom. Yeah, is that why? Yeah. And dogs don't normally have litter boxes.
2: Yeah, they just go to the door okay. and whine.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs>
2: so this cannot be
1: true. The New York Times posted this yesterday. Oh. Litter boxes for students who identify as furries not so say as a school official. Jesus, Jesus. So they deny this kind of stuff all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't I don't know what to make of this but they they say it's not true. I need well,
2: I was about to say I need pictures and then I just turned into Joe Biden apparently.
1: Yeah no I, mean,
2: I need pictures inside the kid's bathroom.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's not a good idea. yeah I don't know how you do this. How,
2: how are we gonna get this uh, verified?
1: So, apparently, the school superintendent says no, there were no litter boxes on school grounds for students to use if they, if they identified as furries. It is unconscionable <sighs> that this afternoon I'm sending this communication. <laughs> He's right about that. Yeah. Uh, according to Superintendent Michael Schero, uh he says, however, our Midland PS stakes holders may be confused about a false message accusation that surfaced this week and is gaining traction on the social media realm. Uh, The rumor that furries, people who have an interest in anthropomorphic animal characters and sometimes dress up as them. In other words, they identify as cats or dogs or whatever. Uh, But uh, he says that used litter boxes in the school district, which is about two hours northwest of Detroit, appears to have started at the school board session we just showed you. Mm -hmm. And uh, they claim it's not true.
2: So our world is so catastrophically bad right now that we don't know what sounds like the Babylon B and what could be reality.
1: Is it true or not? I don't know. I I don't know. It absolutely could be true that there are litter boxes for the furries to go potty in. (laughs) But I hope it's not true. But it absolutely could be, and we all know it. Yeah, that's we what's all know so sad. It. That's what's so incredibly be. pathetic. It could be true, and and of course they're going to deny it because it's incredibly embarrassing. If you're a school superintendent, do you want the United the, the people of America to think you've got? Uh, you've got litter boxes in your bathroom for kids to pretend like they're cats and go to the bathroom in it? No. You don't want that. Not as a school superintendent.
2: Putin's like, wait, so this is the country that's yeah, threatening right. me right now? Right. Okay.
1: Ooh, I'm scared. Woo-hoo. Ooh.
2: <laughs>
1: really? You're going to send 3 to 5,000 troops? Are they bringing litter boxes with them? Oh. jeez. Oh, help, <laughs> help, help us. Help us. Heaven help us. Mm-hmm. L- literally. Literally, all right. I got to <laughs> tell you about um, I got to tell you about Moink Box because if you're looking for uh, delicious meats, mm. it is Moink Box that can deliver them. Uh, the bacon is the best bacon you will ever have in your life.
2: Like ordering from Moink, just for the experience of the aroma of the bacon.
1: So good. Cooking in
2: your house is worth uh-huh. it. <laughs> you might want to just cook it every single
1: day and just have that aroma in your house. <laughs> Just to make everything a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door. Helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors. Their fish swim wild in the ocean. And that is a big deal because a lot of the fish now are in fish farms and just raised in, you know, little teeny areas. Um but Moink meat is free of antibiotics, antibiotics, hormones, sugar and all the other junk that you find in prepackaged meat in the in the aisle. Uh so please give this a try. It is delicious. We absolutely love it. Uh Moink. They guarantee you'll say <laughs> oink oink. I'm just so happy. I got Moinked. <laughs>
2: You got to record yourself saying that. uh, (laughs) That's what we need. We need heads to record themselves with their moink box Mm -hmm. and then say that oink, oink, I just got moinked Mm -hmm. and then uh, tweet at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You could see yourself on TV.
1: Join the moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now and listeners to the show get free filet mignon for a year. Holy cow. (laughs) That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time only. Spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed. All right. The CDC is uh, maybe pivoting Hmm? on what fully vaccinated
2: means,
1: (laughs) which, you know, who saw this coming? Oh, that's right. Everyone did. Uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky said the agency is pivoting on the CDC's language of what it means to be fully vaccinated and what we really are working to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is as up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as they personally could be, should be, based on when they got their last vaccine. For, <laughs> for me, that was the third
2: of, of ne- never. Never?
1: Yeah, the third of never is when I got my last vaccine. But you vaccine. have an
2: appointment for never o'clock?
1: I do. Today? I, I do. Okay. hmm mm.
2: mm-hmm. We
1: knew this was coming. And I, if I can't make today's never o'clock... I've got stick it up your rectal cavity o'clock tomorrow. So that, hold
2: on a second. Yeah,
1: so so if I can't make it today, then there's always you know tomorrow. So we'll see. <laughs> see how that works. Stick it
2: up your rectal, rectal cavity, cavity o'clock. O'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know where the where the hands are on the clock. In no, you don't case. want to. Th- don't
1: think about it too much. <laughs> it's not good for you. It's, it's really not. Okay. So, uh, but want, what we want to do is pivot the language. Pivot. Okay, let's let's pivot the language. <laughs> so, importantly, right now, we're pivoting our language. Walensky said we really want to make sure people are up to date. <laughs> that means if you recently got your second dose, you're eligible. You're not eligible
2: uh-huh.
1: for a booster. You're up to date. If you're eligible for a booster, though, and you haven't gotten it. You're not up to date, and you need to get your booster in order to be up to date. So they have not just pivoted; they have changed the language mm. on whether or not you're fully vaccinated, and it has to include uh, a third a third shot if it's been what six months? Is that the time frame now? That where we're at now? Six uh-huh. months after your second shot, you get your third your booster shot. I don't know. But My
2: God! I know in in the basement of the CDC, we've discussed this. There's the big whiteboard with the timeline where they're you know writing, "Hey, we're gonna implement this six months out, twelve mm-hmm. months out, so forth." There must be another wall with a whiteboard that just has synonyms for for change, right? Yeah, because pivot. I mean, pivot. That, That's a nice. Uh, that sounds that's good. A right? Nice word we're choice. We're not changing, there, right?
1: We're, yeah, Walensky well, said. They're not changing oh, the oh, no. definition no, we're not. We're, of what it means to be fully we're vaccinated. Pivoting. We're just pivoting.
2: <laughs> That's all we're doing. Okay, well, it's just a pivot. Get, get, okay, get ready for um, <laughs> modification to be used, or <laughs> adjustment, or revision. Right. I think maybe they've already blown through those.
1: Pivoting. I love that. That's great. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> According to the CDC website, an individual is, quote, up to date, unquote, after two doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech or Moderna mm-hmm. vaccine mm-hmm. or one dose of Johnson & Johnson. Um, they do not They do not indicate a booster is required to be fully vaccinated. That's right now on the website, although they are pivoting. Pivoting. They're pivoting. Pivot. Last month, Anthony Fauci said the definition of what's considered fully vaccinated will inevitably change to include booster shots. It's gonna be a matter it's gonna be a matter of when, not if the definition changes. Oh go away. over there. According to Anthony Fauci, eh, who's a saint. I don't know if you're oh, aware yeah. of that. He's there actually he a saint. Yeah. There he is. In his saint garb.
2: I am afraid to light that candle. I don't know what it's gonna smell like.
1: It's gonna smell like COVID nineteen. Uh so <laughs> I'm not sure what that smells <laughs> <Or BS>. like. <laughs>
2: Smell like BS.
1: When I had COVID, though, I had a weird smell in my nose the whole time. Did you? And a weird taste in my mouth. But you could smell and taste? It was just weird? Some of the time I could smell and taste. I I lost it for a couple of days.
2: What would you say the weird smell reminded you of? Uh,
1: Like,
2: was there any particular? I don't
1: know. Just a sick smell. It just smelled sick to me.
2: Mm.
1: Weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because I've been fighting for two years now, off and on, just this weird smoke smell. Like where it feels like you're in like this dingy bar where smoking was, really was used to be prevalent and now's been outlawed for you know a year. And you're you associate
1: this, that with with having COVID?
2: No, this had this started before oh. then.
1: Oh, it did. Well,
2: Weird. who knows anymore?
1: Yeah, that's you true. know when
2: did it really get here? I don't know. I've probably had it. Honestly, I could have had it three times. Three times now. I don't man. It's Interesting a nightmare. Interesting. Th- 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 thank you, China. thank you for the gift that keeps on giving
1: where's that racism coming from whoa China why would you say
2: China started this Huh. I love Chinese people, too, but come on. <laughs> well, since we already know that this show will not be on YouTube today, right? I can go ahead and say it's because they created it, Pat. They oh. created it, and it, it was uh, in China where they created it. Huh. And no, but the, the bats. I thought no, the, no, the bats. They had somebody eat no. bat soup for dinner, and yeah, it was No, and it wasn't a pangolin but, either. Who the hell even heard uh, of that word uh, before pangolin. two years ago? Pangolin? Yeah, thank you. Uh, okay, no, uh-huh. it either escaped from a lab or was released from the lab, you know, while the protests were going on there. Oopsie daisies. And so next thing you know, mm-hmm. uh, your life, your world has changed forever. Yeah. Thank yep. you, China.
1: <laughs> so that's why you say it. That's why I say thank that's you, China. That's why you say st- <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you explained it, yeah. so I think that works. Uh-huh. Speaking of thank you, China, <clears throat> they're doing the Olympics uh, and it's still on. I, the Olympics are still on somehow I'm
2: telling you this is going to be a standoff with Ukraine until the Olympics are done
1: yes yeah oh yeah for sure and then it's going Ukraine to be Ukraine can breathe easy for the next two weeks or three <laughs> weeks or whatever it you got is.
2: time to get out right now
1: uh huh and then it's on it's on like Donkey Kong
2: like honestly ha- have there has there ever been an Olympics where nations involved in a I'm sure there has been right in a conflict like a real hot war that mm-hmm. were at the Olympics hmm
1: I don't know. We'd have to look into that. Because uh, in 1980, the Russians, yeah, right, yeah, and we didn't go.
2: Okay, so we they were still go. there. Yeah,
1: so yeah, that's when it was began. Af- was 1980 in Afghanistan? So that's when we stopped uh, going. We didn't go to the Olympics that But
2: year. was that, did Afghanistan participate? Did they go? There <laughs> no, or? but I, I don't think Afghanistan. I don't know that that really normally participates. If anyone would have known, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the Afghan team is not here. Oh well, we better shut the whole thing down then. Because uh, you know how dominant they
2: are. Hold on, hold on. They, it actually was a sport. I remember <laughs> when 9 11 happened. I remember reading mm-hmm. an article. We worked together in Houston. I remember reading this. Help us. Help. And it was it was like polo, but, it, but the ball, it was a goat head. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like that was their. <laughs> oh. That's their big sport in so, Afghanistan? Yeah, and that was their big sport in Afghanistan. Mm hmm. So not an Olympic sport though, so I'm thinking. It, but in nineteen eighty, are you telling me that wasn't uh I'm telling you, yeah, probably certified not. sport? No, I don't the so. goat head ball?
1: No, I don't think so.
2: Because that would have been we yeah. would have we would have noticed that, that the Afghan team would've was not present.
1: What we do have this year though is uh, Timothy Leduc, and uh, he is the first openly non binary Winter Olympian. So he'll be a figure skater. <clears throat> challenge he's there to challenge gender stereotypes. He didn't
2: need to do that, dude.
1: And pave the way for other athletes who feel neither male nor female.
2: We would have been able Just to tell. Just gut check.
1: Now Timothy Stop. has a beard, so it's interesting that it, he doesn't feel male. He or she doesn't. They. I guess he they and it even says in the article his pronouns he uses they them pronouns.
2: Not necessary, dude. Thank you. That's important.
1: Listen to to this paragraph. It's a short one. The American who uses they, them pronouns wants to nix traditional notions that all skating duos tell Romeo and Juliet stories and instead present a show of equality and strength with Olympic partner Ashley Kane Gribble, who's 26.
2: Okay, well, good. There you go. I'm heartbroken that the announcers aren't going to be there to interview. <laughs> I'm heartbroken them as well. Afterward, because I want to hear them say,
5: mm-hmm.
2: so when y'all were out there. They, so yeah, when we, they, them are they, out there. Yeah, we, so. Honestly,
1: uh, <laughs> i What story are you trying to tell? Because you're, I understand it's not a Romeo and Juliet story. So, what is the. Tell me about the equality and strength mm. involved here uh, in this Olympic venture. Don't
2: don't amoebas like reproduce like like, from themselves? themselves.
1: Yes, I believe they do. Amoeba, a
2: love story on ice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe we'll get that interview. Uh, Meantime, we'll see you tomorrow here on Peck Ray Unleashed.